Opinions are cheap with Cameron and Chad. Hey, that's us. Woohoo. And they bring an Aeon back. I just got an ad to play Aeon Classic. Isn't that that old MMO where you're like angels and demons? Uh, actually, it is. They are bringing it back. For like 2006? Yeah, they're bringing it back because of the WoW Classic success. They realized, oh, we don't have to sell new content. We can play off nostalgia. It's apparently free. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I literally just got an ad for that on Facebook, and I'm like, I'm curious, but also not enough to actually play it. So I'm like, I'm gonna close the that tab. Yeah, that was a that was a double take, and I thought about it for three seconds, and I thought, no, that makes sense, and I closed the tab I was on. <laughs> I could barely get my dumbass to finish Doom. Are you gonna get the Doom DLC? No. Oh, well, good job, um, Bethesda. I, I don't really buy a DLC. I am going to try and finish the game tomorrow. I'm on the last level. I got the oh, sword. Cool. I'm in nice. hell. I, they gave me the sword, and it was really cool. And then I haven't gotten like, any ammo since that first bit where they gave me all the ammo. And so I've used it like once. Uh, uh, I'm a little disappointed with that. I feel like you give me a really cool demon-killing sword. I, I Just add more bad guys that are hard to kill, and then give me a shitload of ammo so I can kill them. I don't know. But I think... Whatever. They, yeah, they kind of... Did you ever play Breath of the Wild? No. So, Breath of the Wild has a weird resource management issue where all the weapons degrade, but everyone agrees that they degrade too fast. Yeah. Now, the one weapon that doesn't is the Master Sword, but it has, like, Master Sword ammo. Oh, really? So, mechanically, it does degrade, and it's like... It just doesn't break. Yeah, it just doesn't break, and it takes time to recharge. So, it's so strong, though that you want to use it and you only get it like when you have to you have to really earn it you have to do a lot to get the sword and you're very strong by the time you get it so it feels like a reward and then you use it a little bit and it breaks halfway through your fight with like this isn't even a boss it's just a thing out in the world and you're you're, you're kind of underwhelmed sure I, I feel like every single player had this experience where the master sword felt underwhelming and it's like it's not a problem if you save it only for bosses. But Which isn't it's fun though. Well, it's not fun, but it's also like if the game told you that, or like if the game did something like it only activates in a boss room, so like you understand what you're supposed to do. It's just like it gives you the sword. Like this is the sword of heroes that can stop Ganon. And it's like wow, really? And you hit like a couple moblins, and then it turns gray for a little bit, and there's a timer on it, and you're like, what the fuck is this? That sucks. So yeah, I I don't know. Um, there's a there's a weird thing with power balance. Did I tell you about like Resident Evil Eight, like New Game Plus? Well, yeah. I mean, it's probably like all the other ones where you just start over with all your guns. And you can make. Oh, I got the Chicago typewriter. Uh, but not just noise. that. It's also like you can unlock um more powerful guns with infinite ammo. So it's not just that you have your upgraded pistol and now you can fight off the werewolves faster. It's like you just have infinite grenade launcher and it's trivial. Sure. And it feels like a reward. Like I've never had a new game plus that felt this good. It is like I got like a like a modern warfare assault rifle where I'm just mowing down werewolves. Nice. Um, And it's infinite ammo. So I don't even think about picking up or conserving ammo or or plowing out my inventory. It just every I just run into a room and mow everything down. And it's hilarious. 
because the first time you play through, you were counting every bullet, you were checking every corner, every dark room is intimidating, and now it's like, I know where this guy is. Um, It's just like, it's the complete opposite of Breath of the Wild, where you put in the work and then you feel punished for it. Sure. I feel like in Doom, it's supposed to be a power fantasy. Like, you were, like, ripping demons in half with your bare hands. So it's weird that they would limit your sword usage. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a handful of things. And I'm playing Doom on a harder difficulty because I played the other one. And, uh, see, you, you, the the balance of that game is kind of wonky, where it's like sometimes I feel like an unstoppable badass, and other times I will be stuck on an encounter for, like, 20 minutes just... Because the, there are so many really strong bad guys, and I have to like figure out like the puzzle aspect of like which order to kill them in, to you you know just to be the most efficient and to dodge all the problems and when to pull out the BFG and just say fuck it because I'm sick of doing this. It's a neat game. It's a good game. It's not without its flaws. I think there's a certain reason why I haven't finished it yet. Whereas with the 2016 version, like I think that game was, it was simpler, but I think it was better for it. Yeah, everything I've heard about um, the new one, I think I prefer the 2016. Like, I'm not even interested in Doom Eternal uh, because they changed it too much, and it's a different kind of game, and it's not that that makes it bad. It's just that's not what I signed up for. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. So I don't know. But we had had an idea that I think is going to take, like, 50 minutes, so I don't know if we want to... Yeah, why don't we... Go ahead, and a, a couple weeks ago we brought up Beyond Belief Factor Fiction, because yeah. I love that show, and you hate it. I've never seen it. I don't know if I hate it yet. And so I thought it'd be fun to watch this together. I think it's weird, because people love to use reaction images from the show, but it's like no one seems to have actually seen the show. And I grew up on it, so it's like, I remember all of these stories. <laughs> um... I wanted to find a good one, so I googled Beyond Belief Best Episodes. Almost everything that's rated highly comes exclusively from Season (laughs) 2, and I don't know what phenomenon that is, but I grabbed a random one from Season 2, and I figured we can watch it together and guess along. All right, let's do it. Okay, do you have the video up? Yep. We're watching Beyond Belief Factor Fiction Season 2, Episode 11. Playing in three, two, one, fact. Ooh, I like the spooky music. Yeah, I was and just like gonna the say. Chandeliers with the candles and stuff. I like. There's such a Twilight Zone aspect to it, but like a cheap, shitty version. Like, like Twilight Zone has like gravitas and and disrespect and this is just kind of corny this is like an infomercial version <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah it's it's very corny and hokey but you know what i want to make cheap. that set on vr chat that would be perfect oh man that would be cool with the moody lighting and everything yeah I'm really curious what the soundtrack's going to be like to this show. No more fucking not, you weirdo. You sure? 
<laughs> Which do you see? I see the tower. I see a tunnel. We can't be friends anymore. I'll toast to that. Wait, why did he put one glass down to pick up another glass? I don't know. <laughs> he didn't finish his drink. I feel like the implication is he's pouring it for someone else, but there's like there's clearly no one there and he's not offering it to you, so it's like it's just awkward. Yeah. I like how this is in 240p. Yeah, it's pretty great. Do you want to go on a cruise, Chad? I will with you. I wouldn't. Honestly, no, I don't really have a desire to go on a cruise. I I know people enjoy themselves on cruises, but I can guarantee, like, every person I personally know, they've had nightmares. It's always like, I was sick, and they were, I was stuck in my cabin the whole time. Or... There's a guy I work with that goes on cruises, like, all the time. Like, he goes on, like, three a year. So, they're, oh, it's a story within a story? Please do a flashback. Yes! Yes, why did you just start with this? What? This is so corny. This is one of those shows that I feel like I could write. Yeah. I woke up with this erection. I don't understand. That's stupid. You were already married. How is that fate? But why can't you get your finger out? Oh, you got an answer for everything, you crazy bitch. <laughs> Bet that dude's early morning shit was real awkward. <laughs> They're literally broken. <laughs> the rings are broken. You need but to I, just get them off. This I, is I love the idea of this, like... This jeweler comes into their bedroom. It's like, well, Mr. and Mrs. Handsome, you're too perfect together. I couldn't possibly separate you. I want them to be like, and we're still stuck together. 
And then he repaired Woody in Toy Story 2. <laughs> really? That I, I this thing called the Holocaust lady. There's no way you could have faked that. See, this is a Twilight Zone episode. It's just executed horribly. Well, it's also like it's executed in like reverse. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, they on the blah, uh, that's great. Dun dun dun. Now, there was a better version of this where it's about a guy that wrote a story about a ship crashing. And he basically wrote the story of the Titanic, but he wrote it like five years before the Titanic happened. Oh. Um, And oddly enough, the name of the ship was the Titan. And it's like, there's some creepy coincidences there. You know what's funny about this is this story literally can't be true because the people who told it are dead and they well, don't yeah. they can't they can't tell it because I mean other than the the story is dumb itself but like the framework but, but also okay here's the thing with the with the Hindenburg going up that's like a story that we know about so if this is a thing that happened we would probably hear that story and there'd be movies about it yeah like there's so many things wrong. It doesn't even, like, there's no themes or anything, right? Like, it's just like, we didn't die on one thing because we were lucky, but we died on this one because oh. we weren't lucky. Oh. An explosion of lies. What a sentence. That was so stupid. Everything about that was bad. <laughs> I already like the framework of this story better. R.I.P. Taylor.
Have you ever been to a swap meet? Nope. I hope she dies. I hope she was a ghost all along. I think if you're going to sell stuff at a swamp meet to pay for your daughter's college, you need to you you, you need to rethink your plan because you're not going to make I'm, enough. I'm looking at a Tupperware bowl. Yeah. Like swap meet Tupperware bowl. I'm going to offer 30 cents. You're going to talk me up to 80. She needs to invest all the money she makes on lottery tickets. All of our garbage was garbage. No shit. No shit. You gonna buy a lampshade? Especially neither of you two. I am. That dude shut them down so hard. Clown! Clown attack! Oh. I liked it better when we thought it was a clown. Oh. I can't... It, it, the, the resolution's so bad. He looks like a... It's just like blurry. Can't make out his face at all. Are you from Oz? <laughs> It'd be cool if, like, Tremors showed up and started eating people, and it was just, like, <laughs> the prequel to Tremors. And then she sold a book about it and made all the money for college tuition. Yeah. I kind of want to rewatch Tremors now. It's been a while. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's stupid. Ah. 
All right. He definitely is the most interesting man there. Why would you make like a lowball offer? Why no? Like just say like, hey, I got two dollars. Yeah. I like the concept of this character. I kind of hate it. I Both of these shorts have been awful. He's just so fucking weird. He's like if you cross Pennywise with a pedophile. She's going to go to college and her tuition is $3 short. <laughs> put her in college jail she's gonna turn that into a bong it wasn't the way she got it was the herpes yeah <laughs> honking kunk. All right. And it's filled with cursed pirate gold. Honestly, I'd be terrified that there was a bomb or anthrax in there. No, you're just going to find a bunch of like, it's like only left ears. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Weren't they looking for the left ear uh, bandit? Yeah, because it says Titanic on it. It'd be funny if it was just filled with, like, old porno mags, but, like, the vintage <laughs> ones that are worth a lot of money. This is so dumb. But why is a ghost selling lamps? Yeah, you think genies I, would do that? I love this show. Oh, cool. It's educational and spooky.
Dun, dun, dun. I like this one because it's about writers. Do you have a, a classic typewriter? No. Maybe that's why you, you, you don't write enough books. You need an old-timey typewriter and, and a douchey pipe. Fuck you, you always say yes, you're a writer. No, he's a depressed writer. Depressed writers don't drink. They drink twice as much. Or am I doing it wrong? Wait a minute. Because that's how you find the story, right? You sit down. That's what reporters are known for doing. It looked vivid and real. Yeah, you're definitely Mark Twain, buddy. Yeah. I mean, you gotta start somewhere, I guess, but... I had a dream about a volcano. I must be America's greatest treasure. You must not get paid hourly. Because if I was his boss and he was wasting hours writing short stories instead of news, I'd be a little mad. I think they get I, I think they get paid by the story. Oh, probably. How long was it? Because like you can't type that fast on those things. Like I have I have issues with how fast you type that unless it was only like 800 words, 700 words. Yeah, it's only like a page and a half. I, I mean, want... at a certain what? at a certain point, they they have uh, more you know journalistic integrity than Fox News. So, what's well, this? Is this the guy that likes Spider Man, or does he hate Spider Man? Ah. 
Then we'll make a volcano. Actually, yeah, why don't they do that? Man, he's like angry that he made an assumption for no reason. I love the plot of this. It's so stupid. It's great. You got me that goddamn Spider-Man, kid. <laughs> Everyone died. Congratulations. That dude is so happy a lot of people are dead. I know. He's like, thank God all these people are dead, so I don't have to say sorry. Right. I see what you did there, Jonathan Frakes. Of, I mean, of the stories, I could see this one accidentally being true, right? Like, yeah, there's a level of plausibility to this one. Might might be a little more than the others, I think. She's going to end her trip and watch the show? Look at all those full glasses, man. You better be delivering those. Yeah, what what is going on here? Because the last time there was a full glass of something, it wasn't... It was just sat down. I was upset. What's your opinion of anthologies? Um, I don't have a problem with them. Because I, I think some stories work better short, so I mm -hmm. like having a format for short stories. Yeah, I've literally published, you know, a collection of short stories, like... Yeah. Don't have a problem with them. Everyone go buy mine. Um, have you seen that short film, The Hug? No. It's like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing, where the animatronic is a is a ghost or a monster or something. But it's like five minutes long, if that. And it's like, I think last year, two different Five Night at Freddy movies came out that are both just like, they really overstay their welcome. 
Hmm. What the? <laughs> What's with the stewardess? She's like upset about the seat arrangements. She gave that was like a warning, like don't do it. I won't trust him. It's either it's weird. Yeah, like does she know the everyone on this plane is gonna die except that seat? I'll see it's the best because if you have to get up to take a piss, you don't have to step over somebody. A captain on a plane? I was high as fuck. One time I flew on an airplane and the, the lady asked me if I wanted uh, um, some peanuts. And I said, no, thank you. But then I fell asleep and I woke up and she gave me some peanuts anyways. Were you happy or sad to have yeah, peanuts? I, I woke up and I had peanuts. Um, I'm like, way to wake up. Yeah. It's like, well, you know what? I, I, I trust her judgment. This is like legitimately but, creepy, and if this were kept like properly <laughs> written and, and executed, it would be a good little like Twilight Zone horror movie. Like, yeah, the, again, this is like the worst version of a Twilight Zone story, where it's like there, we kind of have a concept for like what if something weird happened? I don't know. I'm gonna have my teenage son write the script. Yeah. The real twist is that that man is Helen Keller. <laughs> that would explain it all. You're next. None of this makes any fucking sense. Okay, I don't even know what's happening. I don't think that's how planes work. You think if the stewardess what? knew that was going to happen, 
she would like have taken a seat herself. But I mean, n- none of that, none of that works at all. No. Why was this episode rated so high? <laughs> like I, I literally I watched other episodes from the season, and it's like, boy, I can't wait to watch episode eleven, the good one. Was there a band of angels that only saved one random person and let everybody else die because they're so benevolent and godly? What, you mean like all the all the non-practicing people that touch themselves at night? Yeah, they're all gone. The world's improved now. God damn it, you got me. Hurricane. I think there's a theme with these short stories. They all blow. Ah... Buenos dias. Uh, 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 uh. I feel like this is at least kind of captivating to begin with. Yeah. It's not completely pants on head. The best ones are like, you know, it's going to be a bad one when the story opens with someone just dumping exposition to catch you up as fast as possible. Yeah. I'll get my dick out. That's good child dialogue. Yeah, he's pretty composed. Is that even the actor, or did they have an adult say that and pitch it up? It's a good question. I I can't tell. It's weird. Um, like the the different like laws regarding child labor in show business. It's like sometimes they find the weirdest ways to get around the restrictions. So I wouldn't be surprised if like they like recycled footage from something else. Like, at least this feels really plausible, right? So far, but... Yeah, waiting for, like, the supernatural thing to show up, like a shitty image comic. 
I this dialogue is amazing. My family love me so much. They always say, "Have a good day." Yeah, that's definitely the thing you need to do right now. I'm still confused where she is. Is she like under rubble or is she in a basement? Well, yeah, I guess like it sounds like both. Wow, they f they got that info real fast. Everything is still plausible, though. I'm guessing the grandpa's ghost is going to show up. And, and talk to her, wake her up. Oh, dude, I think he called it. It's almost as if I have read books before. I was a fucking parrot. That's fucking great. I want this <laughs> one right. to be true. <laughs> that story made me happy. That was that was wonderful. At least it wasn't a ghost, I guess. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. I No. Parrots just do that, Jonathan Frakes. What word? Exactly. That was 20 minutes left. That was bad, dude. That's fake. The Hindenburg story was the worst one. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. When it, Everything when it, about that story was bad. It's just when it zoomed out, I'm like, I'm pulling my hair. It's like, I couldn't have done this as a joke. And then like, the, <laughs> she's presenting the evidence. Like, look, we really damaged our rings at home. Ha ha, irony. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it was fiction. I still think this one didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, this was stupid too. I, I like the guy though. Yeah, I mean this this was at least entertaining to watch, but I feel like I picked a bad episode. I had fun. It's it's fun, <laughs> but for weird reasons. No shit. Wow. That was also fiction. So this this kind of sounds like something I remember once, but it wasn't about a volcano. I mean, it's definitely like plausible. I feel like they're going to call this one fact, but I believe it's not. <laughs> Fact. No, that one was dumb as fuck. Yeah, we want this dude to die. Like, like, she fucking knows something. It's so stupid. I know. I, I That one had the pieces to be interesting, and then it didn't. Fact. Bullshit. Because everyone remembers that story of the airplane that was in half, right? Literally the only story that seems plausible in this whole thing, and it'll probably be fake. I'm going to say fiction only because they intentionally kept it plausible. Fair. I'm playing 3D chess here. Yeah. Fiction. What the fuck's with the I and the word fiction? It's like up. I think you just lied to me. What the fuck? There's another like twelve minutes left. No, that's just they do they do that in the video to like to spoof it. Oh. So it doesn't get flagged sometimes. So we can pause this? Yeah, it's over. Um, well, now you've seen an episode of Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm going through the comments now because I'm just like, okay, let, let, let's see if people can shed some light on here. So Angel on Board is based on Aloha Flight 243, which is a massive part of the Future Lodge. 
and the front was ripped off. Only one person was killed, however. A flight attendant, as she was swept out, and there were eight people with serious injuries. From what I recall from interviews, people were clinging on to other people who were in danger of being sucked out and holding on to them with all their might. So that's way different, though, than what, what was shown. Like, one, one person dying versus, like, a shitload of people dying. Wow, you gotta, you gotta Google image, though, Aloha Flight. Um, <laughs> that, that must have been scary. Is, I take it there's, uh, there's some... Oh, wow. That is definitely missing a chunk of plane. Yeah, okay, well, um, <laughs> yikes. I, now, to our credit, the way it's framed in the show doesn't look plausible at all. Um, I'll also, again, to our credit, I don't think there's like, <laughs> there's any mystical beings that were involved in this. It looks like an airplane accident. Yeah. So uh, to follow up, this guy, the scoop, the journalist who wrote the story on Krakatoa was featured on a show called One Step Beyond in an episode called Eyewitness. After the story becomes true, everyone pegs him for a psychic and wants his advice for the stock market and to aid in finding a lost child. He was said to have made another fame story before it happened in the assassination of President William McKinley in 1901, but that one has proven to be fabricated. All right, checks out. That's all fact. That one, it's one of those things, like, that was dumb, but it definitely felt like a thing that could accidentally happen, right? Uh, and then the Aloha flight, they totally, like, you have to wonder, like, how much of the other one is total bullshit, too. It's, like, based on a true story versus a true story. Very different, uh... Very different. Okay, I looked up the one about the parrot. It looks like parrots are real. Oh fuck, that's a parrot. You just you just showed me a picture of a parrot. So I'm not. Uh, the jury's still out on that one. Yeah. This was a, this was a fun episode. I'm glad we did this. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm glad I, you I gave it a it, shot. You're gonna what? Like just rip the audio from that, and put it in, so the listeners can. Yeah, we'll sync that up good. Okay, I will cool. say though. Um, like one of the things I like about anthologies, especially like these stories are so short when one is really bad, it's like, well, let's just get through it and we'll see the next one rather than like, yeah. <laughs> okay, am I going to put up with 40 more minutes of this? Yeah, for sure. So that that's kind of a fun part is that there's a playlist on YouTube that just has all of these episodes. So I'll just leave that on while I'm playing an MMO and it's just, it's fun white noise. Yeah. It's so it's one of those things where it's just like the 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 concepts of some of these would work. I don't know why the storytelling is so bad. Is it just cuz they don't have any money? I don't know. I I wonder what the production is actually like with these because like there's actually there's a lot of different actors. You know, they don't use the same cast over and over again. Yeah. So it's like they're they're getting different actors to act like normal people. They're filming on different sets and different locations. Uh, some of them have like special effects to them, you know, like that that whole scene with the 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 what was it, tornado like destroyed the town or whatever. Like, there's a lot of rubble and junk out, so it's like it's not like they just drove down someplace and filmed real quick, right? So I wonder sometimes, like, what was the turnaround? Like, did they film this whole episode in a week or what? Like, I, I don't know what the what their their production is like yeah but i want to dissect that neat, main though. set and i want i do want to try and recreate that on vr chat that would be fun how's um how's renoki's version of uh blockbuster no yeah, yeah blockbuster blockbuster how's that going um very slowly i have not done my part at all 
uh, I'm going to organize, uh, like I want to make a spreadsheet with all the movie categories and start documenting what movies we want in there. Sure. Uh, I did make some sample textures and those tested very well. Oh, nice. So now it's just a matter of like ripping DVD covers and like formatting them in real quick. So it's like, it's busy work so I can do it while I'm like listening to something without a worry, but I keep forgetting yeah. to do it. Um, we're at what? 50 some minutes, 55. Do we want to start, uh, wrapping up? Well, I guess we could. Are we doing a slow motion bit? Is that what we're doing? Oh, no, sorry. I had, like, a couple things open and, and was super <laughs> distracted like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is a fun... Um, I do like the show, but it's super hokey. And for the most part, uh, the stories are all so fake that it's, like, it's it, it almost seems insulting when you sit through to the end and, like, this story about the ghost gun that would only shoot criminals is true. And you're like, all right. Well, and then you like scroll down to the comments, and someone's like, "A gun accidentally went off and shot a criminal once." Yeah, and it's like they they fluff so much. Uh, like, <laughs> there, there's an incident where a gun misfired, but it hit somebody that it should have shot. And then they write a whole fiction about a, the ghost of a World War II hero that watches over his family, and it's like, yeah, that's not part of the story at all, though. But that's what we just watched. And see, that's the horseshit about this show. Where yeah. like, this story is true, and it's like, no, it's not. A fraction of it is, and then you made up stuff and lied to me. No. And then you lied to me again. Very rarely, they'll do a thing where he'll say, this story is true. And then they'll cite it, and they'll say, like, this is this comes from a book written by uh, Marie Gretchen, uh, where she interviewed someone that does believe that this ghost attacked her. And it's like, okay... <laughs> <laughs> like thank you for admitting that you're just pulling this from very strange sources and calling it fact yeah and misusing the word fact <laughs> they were doing it before it was cool um but it's fun it, it's fun for what it is and you know what, what's the saying truth is stranger than a parrot so yeah um yeah let's close out do you have a glad space yeah, so I got uh, I got a, a 3D base printed for my Necron that I've been missing a base for for oh, since cool. December. So I got those things prepped to paint tomorrow. I went and primed them. I got the coffee grounds more or less dried out so I could mix those with paint and use it as a texture paste. So I'm really excited to get some painting done. I don't know how far I'll get, but I'm going to at least start them. Uh, and of course, they're going to, I mean, I already have five of them done, right? So they're going to look the same, same color scheme, but... It'll be nice to get get the set finished and have a little mini Necron army. Yeah, that's fun though. Yeah, I haven't painted since like January, so it's it's just like been a fucking hot minute. Yeah, you know it's funny. I was gonna paint last weekend, but it was so hot, I almost didn't want to open my paint pots because it's like sure. it would just like it would dry to the brush before I get it to the model. We had a we had a very atypical heat wave for June. Yeah, we did two actually. We had like a cold wave come in the last couple of days, like where it's like, hey, it's like 62 instead of 70s. So that was weird. Anyways, what are you, what are you glad about, Cameron? I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know what? Yesterday was the uh, song, the Hedgehog Live Symphony. Did you catch that? 
No, go on. So for the um for the anniversary, what is it? Thirty years now. Oh boy, excuse me. The Sonic the Hedgehog thirty birthday was yesterday, and they had a uh, orchestra do a bunch of music, and it's kind of like, oh, that'll be fun. Um, it's it's actually it was kind of emotional because <laughs> it was very well done. Oh, nice. Um, like I kind of hate nostalgia baiting, but also there's like a celebration of the thing that you like. And yeah. so this felt more like a celebration of the thing. Not just, oh, you guys remember Green Hills. It's more like, no, these guys, they, they, they composed and arranged something with heart. And for nice. Sonic fans, this is what they wanted to hear. Uh, you can go to the, the official Sonic YouTube and they have the whole thing archived there. Uh, I recommend it, like maybe this weekend or something. Just leave that on in the background. Um, it was yeah, really, it was really nice, yeah. Cool. A good one. Uh, I guess with that, we should probably head out and say goodbye to everybody. So, uh, goodbye, everybody. Yeah, and remember, if you see a ghost, ask it if it's real or not, and then give a metaphor about riding a bicycle in a parking lot or something. Also, check to make sure it's not a parrot, because uh, ghosts and parrots look the same, we found out tonight. And also, if the ghost has a weird mustache, ask your mother if great uncle Frank had a weird mustache, and then look in the camera like, no way. Also, buy all his treasure for three dollars. <laughs> yes, buy buy all of the ghost's treasure. That's the takeaway from this week's episode. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I could use any of these for a short story because I have to. I have to think of one for the next challenge that I do with my writers group. Oh, think of a challenge. No, no, I gotta think of a story for a challenge. The, the theme is curses. Oh, curses! Oh, curses are easy. I know, but I want to do something interesting with it. I, I haven't. I don't have anything yet. Um, well, I, I like, um, I like kind of ironic curses where it's like, it's a good thing and you don't realize it's bad, but also I like curses where it's like, it seems mundane, but it's actually like worse than you realize. Mm-hmm. Like what if your fingernails started growing faster? Oh, that would suck. Yeah. Like it would be annoying. It wouldn't like be the worst thing ever, but you'd, you'd notice and you'd be like, shit, this is annoying. But what if you have to like trim them daily? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a fan of that. There you go. That's your whole story. I, I chew the fuck out of them though, so I don't know what I. I'd probably just be chewing on them more. I would. I would be like, I'm Wolverine, but in slow motion. Yeah. That's stupid. I'm gonna cut this whole ending. Good night, everybody. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>